Hey everybody, this is Robert Yerby, and this is one interesting thing about insurance. Thanks for joining us. If you haven't listened to the podcast before, welcome. I am an insurance professional. Don't let that scare you off. Uh, but I've been in the business about 24 years. Nobody cares about that. In fact, if I were to mention that at a party, people would be so repulsed by it. They'd be giving me excuses, lame excuses to to just back away from whatever little circle I'm in and go talk to somebody else. That will that will undoubtedly be happening as we uh, get into this holiday season and people mistakenly invite me to their their Christmas parties and whatnot. I don't I don't really want to talk about insurance today. Um at least not at first. If I were to tell him that we were going to talk about insurance, he wouldn't have joined me on the podcast. Uh I have I have Damon with me today. Hi. Yeah. Long time listener. A <laughs> long long time listener. Uh the reason he's a long time listener is uh Damon is my son and I force feed him if not the podcast, I, I force feed him a lot of insurance stuff, you know, at the dinner table and stuff. So I've heard every story that you said said so far yeah 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 i got you i I got a new i got a new topic for you today though really yes now we're just going to kind of set the stage for everybody that's listening damon you are how old 15 15 yep had to think about it yep uh i I feel like your age is going to be important for some context as we get into this conversation okay it's important that Everybody knows that I'm not talking to one of my peers, mm-hmm. you know, somebody that grew up at the same same time and place that I did. I mean, if you were to see my Spotify playlist, you would you wouldn't think that, yeah. Okay, but, yeah, yeah, fair. You're wearing a poison. Every rose has its thorn T-shirt. Yeah, we were going to karaoke, you and me, a while back, and I was like, so like, if you're gonna sing a song, what are you gonna sing? And you you pulled out kansas the wayward son <laughs> it's like wow that's that's an oldie even where i come from but good on you awesome okay so in the news i think it was just last week or the you made a face because i said news and you're like i don't i don't i know you don't listen to news but no this might be news that you heard uh did you hear that Metallica released a new single. No, I did not. They do. Yeah, you should check that out later. It doesn't suck. Uh, yeah. No, it doesn't suck. It reminds me of a lot of the a lot of the cover songs that Metallica did like pre-1994. Especially especially the drums. The drums have kind of like a peppy upbeat kind of thing. There's your there's your quick 2022 Metallica review on the podcast. <laughs> but also, in addition to releasing that single, they also announced that they're they're doing a tour. You told me about this. Oh, did I tell you about the tour? Okay. Well, you you told me that you were trying to go to a show in Chicago. I was thinking about going to a show in Chicago. Yes. Okay, so back up a couple of steps. I found out about the tour and I sent it to my friend Sean. Mhm. High school buddy. I heard this conversation on the phone from one end. And when I sent him all like the, I sent him like some sort of infographic or something. It had all the tour dates on it. I didn't look at the years. So the, the whole 
the whole concept is they're doing two nights in each city and they're major cities around the country. But what I didn't look at was the dates of the tour. So it's spread out over two years. And the show that's at Soldier Field in Chicago is like August or September of 2024. That. I mean, that's out there, right? Yeah, that's out there. You, not many people plan in two for two years. Yeah, yeah. A lot can happen. Uh, yeah. A lot can happen. Exactly. It had is a, that is exactly right. And so he fired off a text back to me and was like, did you notice this is like two years away? And so I was caught off guard. I, I mean, I, I hadn't looked at that. But they are planning a tour two years in advance. And I'm going to sound like a grumpy old man for a second, but like when I was in high school, like that, that was not a thing. You did not plan tours that far in advance, or at least you, if you planned it, you sure as heck didn't sell tickets two years in advance. Yeah. These tickets just went on sale. As we're talking, those tickets for 2024, they're already on sale. Maybe sold out. I, I have no idea. But if they're selling out a stadium, that that's good. That's good. Yeah. It, yeah. If you can sell out Soldier Field two years in advance, you know, a, an old finance nerd like me would like, plug all that revenue into a spreadsheet and like if you invested that into an above average performing growth mutual fund over 24 months you know like you'd have so much money yeah you could just cancel the tour and refund everybody's money and you'd be sitting on millions of dollars just in interest yeah you said yeah like you knew that all along <laughs> i knew i knew you'd had a you'd have a ton of money yeah yeah in an interest rate environment in which we are sitting in today, that might not be a bad strategy. That might be what Metallica's doing. I think they're doing they're pretty well off for themselves. Yeah, they're 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 doing fine. You're right. Metallica's doing fine. Uh <laughs> no doubt. Okay, so would you uh look in the closet right behind you? I think you're gonna find Behind that box, do you see there's under plastic, there's some tickets, some concert tickets under glass or under plastic. Okay. Okay. I have, I have the glass in front of me. Okay. So this is like a, like a concert museum kind of thing. And, and it, I don't know if this goes over real well on a podcast, but Brandon had, or not Brandon, what's your name? Damon. Damon. <laughs> Brandon's Brandon is a different kid. Uh, he, he was on a previous podcast. He was on a previous podcast. He's um, I, this is definitely sounding old manish. I can't remember the names of my children. Gosh darn it! It doesn't matter what your name is. So you're holding these ticket stubs under glass, and and th so this is this is what we would get when we would go to a concert back in the day, okay, yeah. in, in the nineties. Okay, we didn't have smartphones and we didn't get scanned going in. You had a ticket. And actually, to back up a couple of couple more steps before you actually get the tickets. So when me and Sean wanted to go to a show, well you'd find out over the radio, by the way. Do you do you listen to the radio at all? I I usually when I'm in your car, yeah. Okay. Of course that's satellite radio. It's not like terrestrial radio. 
here in Phoenix. Yeah. But there, I think there still is a thing where like you can tune in a stereo to like a local station that's transmitting yeah. from. Okay. That, that's a thing. I was still. being, I was being facetious, but yep. Yep. Good on you that you thought I was serious. So back in the day, these local radio stations, they would in between songs, they'd be like, Hey, not for nothing, but Skid Row is doing a show at, you know, the Aragon Ballroom. Tickets go on sale Saturday. And then we'd get all excited. And we'd be like, all right, yeah. And so Saturday morning, we'd head over to Rose Records or whatever. and Some store. Yeah, like an actual record store. And I grew up in a time where they didn't let you actually like sleep outside the record store to wait in line. I don't know what happened with that. That That's more like my... You're, allow- you're allowed to sleep in your car. You're not allowed to sleep right in front of the store. I don't think you are allowed to sleep in your car. I think that I think that's offensive to homeless people that only have their car. Yeah. You can't just let them pull off to the side of the road. That's kind of bad. I don't know. I think if you're sleeping in a parking lot in your car... <laughs> I think somebody's going to come by and say something. I don't. I don't know for sure. If they can see you sleeping in it, I think that they they'll run you off. But I don't know for sure. Not really the point here. Anyway, me and Sean, we'd we'd line up around half an hour before the the record store was supposed to open, and then some, you know, twenty two year old employee of the record store would come out. 15 minutes before they were supposed to open and he'd have like a little sand pail full of tickets, not concert tickets, but you know, like little, like drawing tickets and they would like give a lottery. Yeah. Yeah. They'd give everybody a number and based on the number that you drew, that was your spot in line. And that was supposed to discourage us from camping out and sleeping in front of the record store. So then based on your spot in line, like then you'd, you'd line up right in front of the little computer kiosk and you you didn't do it yourself then there was like another dude that worked there and you'd tell him how many tickets you wanted and i mean we didn't we didn't have credit cards or debit cards or yeah phones plugged into accounts or anything we had cash so we'd give them i, I still have that i still have cash. You have cash yeah okay so that's still a thing and so they they'd give us tickets right there like they would print the tickets and you'd have to keep those tickets, and you'd you'd use those to get into the show. But see, the thing is, they could give you actual tickets because the show was only like two months away. It's not like you had to store them in some safe deposit box for three years, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so I mean, clearly, I mean, I saw you counting them there. How many how many tickets do you think are there? Uh, I counted thirty six. Okay, and and the vast majority of those are between. Or for concerts that took place between nineteen summer of ninety two and probably the summer of ninety seven. I mean, most of them. There's there's a few there that uh, are from when I was an adult. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so lots and there's several Metallica there. I don't know if you can identify any of the Metallica ones. What's that one right up in the corner? Is that nineteen ninety two? Yeah, this is July 1992. Okay, July 1st, 1992. Can you see a price there? $25. $25. And 
the includes the two dollars and twenty five cent parking fee. Oh yeah, also nice. And I, I'm going off of memory. I swear we were in like the fifteenth row, so like those were good seats. Those were really good seats. First Metallica show that we went to. Seat ten, yeah. Well, seat ten, but does it say row? There's probably uh, like a letter. R. Okay, I can't say the alphabet that fast, but that, yeah, 20th row or something. Those were good seats. And there's another, like, side story to that. Three days later, me and Sean went to the guitar store on Ogden Avenue in Lyle, and we both bought uh, instruments. I I got an Ibanez X-Series. That Brandon broke. That Brandon broke. And Sean got this uh, black bass. Uh, I don't remember any of the details about it, but yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. So $25 for good seats at a Metallica show, 1992. I didn't look up what they're going for at uh, Soldier Field or any other place around the country, but it's got to be way more than 25 bucks, and I bet you it doesn't include parking. <laughs> so my question to you now is... You said it yourself. A lot can happen in a t- in two years' time. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to spend five hundred dollars, six hundred, eight hundred dollars for two tickets to go see Metallica? And when the show wasn't going to be for two years, probably not. Even if you had the money, like if I had the money and I knew, hey, I know I'm going to be able to get there and all this stuff, probably not. Still wouldn't, huh? Yeah. Okay, because a lot can happen. You don't. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing I'll, in August of 2024. No, I don't. Well, I I think I'm gonna go to go to school. I think I'll marching okay. band stuff. You got school and marching band stuff. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I think that I, I think that's about when football season starts. I don't have school, mm-hmm. and I I can I mean I'll probably get out of work that day. But I mean, even still, I'm not sure. I'm gonna put up the money, and hope that something doesn't go wrong i mean we could just brainstorm all the different things that could go wrong in the next two years these these guys are like 60 something years old what's the chances that at least one member of a band of four 60 year olds is going to have some sort of disability to keep them from playing the show it's like 50 50 it's like even money yeah now of course if they cancel because they can't play They'll probably issue refunds, or they'll do that COVID-era BS where they're like, we'll come back eventually, so we'll just hang on to your money. But let's say something happens that doesn't have anything to do with the band or the venue or infectious disease, anything like that. Let's, Let's say, what are all the different things that could go wrong with us in the meantime, in two years, to where we couldn't use the tickets? I mean, so that, that's a long list of things, too, right? Yeah, a, a lot can happen. Yeah. Um, getting hurt. Yeah. Getting hurt? <laughs> uh, okay. Really really descriptive. Car accidents. Car accidents, yeah. Okay. You could, you could have any number of different car accidents, you know, in the next two years that might, I don't know, uh, injure you to the degree where you can't or don't want to go to a Metallica show. Yeah. Uh, 
something that would definitely prevent you from going to the show would be like if you got into a car accident on the way to the show. Yeah. That stuff happens all the time. What I mean, even regardless whether it's planned two years in advance, that's always a possibility. But, okay, I was waiting for you to say, geez, Dad, like, you could die in the next two years. That, that, that's why I was trying to control laughter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I, I look, I'm, a, I'm an insurance guy, of course, so, so I look at mortality tables every so often. The chances of me dying in the next two years are actually really slim. Yeah. I, I believe that. Okay. But if I do die in the next two years, it's probably going to be some horrific accident that I don't see coming, like a car accident or... Plane crash or... <laughs> okay, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, or plane crash or... Uh, what? Uh, my slip and fall and drown in a pool. Uh, yeah, you fall off the jet ski, you know, on, on the lake this summer. Uh drug overdose it's it's going to be something horrible like that yeah in as much as i don't do drugs still like somebody could slip me something <laughs> the chances of me dying from a drug overdose because somebody slipped me something are actually probably way higher than me falling off a jet ski in the lake and drowning yeah Pete. That, that's why you don't go to parties people don't like you yeah yeah I, that's the upside not being popular okay well, did you know there's insurance that you can buy to protect in case something goes wrong and you can't use your concert tickets? Is it still in effect if I die? Uh, actually, that's one of the covered perils. Yeah. If you die, you, you, you quote unquote, you get a refund. <laughs> <laughs> as crazy as that is. Yeah, your estate needs to be aware of the ticket insurance that you purchased. I just thought it would be fun, maybe, if we kind of went through some of the covered events. Oh, so that's why that's the folder that you brought out. Yeah, no, this is the homework I brought with me. I'm I'm just going to hit the highlights. I'm just going to hit the fun ones, if I may. Okay, what is covered? This is, uh, by the way, this is a certificate of insurance uh, issued by Allianz. That's who's uh, covering your tickets. This is just one possible policy, of course. There's probably others out there. but Okay, what is covered? Ticket cancellation protection reimburses you if you're unable to use your ticket due to one or more of the following covered reasons. You will be attending an immediate family member's childbirth at the time the event is scheduled to take place, as long as the pre pregnancy occurs after the effective date of coverage. That's the very first one listed, and no, 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 no. No, you're making a face like, like this is crazy. You have a nephew on the way. I have a grandson on the way. Brandon, yeah. I mentioned him yeah. earlier. We've, we've mentioned him multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if if my new grandson's childbirth qualifies. If, if, if he is an immediate family member, I might have to look that up in the, in the definitions. But But here's where I'm getting with this. If I were to buy these tickets, I don't have a, you know pregnant wife or girlfriend i don't have a son or daughter on the way but i could conceivably have more grandkids being born on the same day as the the concert yeah then i would then i would have quite a dilemma do i go to the show or do i go to the hospital <laughs> life's full of choices it probably depends like it's if it's not my first grandchild like 
the choice is probably easier. Well, how good are my seats? Yeah, I think right? it depends on how good your seats how good are. the seats are, how many grandkids I already have. Okay, um, your death is is covered. That's that is number three. Um, Why isn't that number one? That should be number one. Well, how about this one? The death of a companion on or within 30 days prior to the event date. The companion is who you were going to go to the show with. Got it. Yeah. So I had a date. I invited her to the concert. She dies. And that ticket's covered. It's like, whew. <laughs> Dashed a bullet there. Okay. Um, you or a companion, after having been with the same employer for at least 12 consecutive months, uh, get fired. Yeah, you lose your job. A lot of a lot of things to do with serious injuries. Uh, you you're unable to attend the event due to a weather emergency, stuff like that. That's that's last minute stuff. Has nothing to do with it. It's being a hurricane too- in Chicago for whatever reason. Yeah, if your automobile gets stolen within 48 hours of the event, it results in your inability to the, attend the event. I might have changed that. With Uber and Lyft and all that. If you get pregnant, yeah, that's covered. If you have to go to jury duty, get called up into active military duty. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. I agree with both of those. Uh, Yeah, so there's insurance for that. So if you were concerned about buying concert tickets for Metallica or anybody else, Two years in advance, there's insurance for that. By the way, I, th- I feel like this is just the start. You know, waiting two years to go to a show, I, I bet you if we we do another podcast five years from now, there's going to be shows that are scheduled longer than two years in advance. Yeah, that makes sense. That's insanity to me, but I bet you that's how it goes. That's the way the world's going. Well, I wanted all the kids out there to know. Don't be too scared about buying insurance or, or buying tickets way in advance. There's insurance for that. I'm hoping that that was one interesting thing that you didn't know about insurance. I did not know that. Yeah. All right. I believe it. Cool. Cool. Good stuff. All right. Well, Damon, thank you for joining me on the podcast. Uh, everybody out there, thanks for listening. If you are an insurance agent or adjuster and you need insurance continuing education, check out our courses available. These are live webinars available at bmfce.com. If you like the podcast, subscribe, rate it, tell your friends, and check back for another episode coming soon. Thanks.